We know to expect a fearsome rushing attack from Kansas State in two days, but what about Adrian Martinez and their passing game? Well, that's a little more questionable. Plus, how should the Tigers attack the Wildcats' 3-3-5 defense? Well, all this and more on the game coming up right now on Locked on Mizzou. You are Locked on Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, all you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And today's episode is brought to you by Upside. Download the free Upside app and use promo code LOCKED to get $5 or or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. And yes, we're finally just about here, Missouri and Kansas State. In a weird way, this feels like the true opener because I've been nervous about this game all week. Certainly, I tried to downplay the stakes on yesterday's show just a tiny bit in that, hey, if Missouri loses this game, well, that was kind of what I expected. But at the same time, the prospect of a victory has me salivating just a little bit. And I have to say, I've been talking too much about feeling old on this program occasionally. It's probably because my old, the 40th birthday is looming here for me. Well, part of that is just some of these guys who don't seem like it was that long ago, for instance, that Colin Klein, the former Kansas State quarterback, seems like just yesterday he was playing quarterback for the Wildcats. But in fact, he is now Kansas State's offensive coordinator. That would be like if Blaine Gabbert, in fact, it would be exactly like Blaine Gabbert. They're essentially the same age. If he were Missouri's offensive coordinator right now, that'd be kind of weird, right? But instead, no, daddy is still spinning it as a backup quarterback for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. But you know what? Chris, Chris Kleiman, and I get Colin Klein and Chris Kleiman confused on occasion. You'll have to forgive me. But no, Chris Kleiman, of course, the head coach of the Wildcats, also their special teams coordinator, which I thought was a very Gary Pinkle-adjacent maneuver for this somewhat Gary Pinkle-like program that does a nice job of finding diamonds in the rough and, in particular, of finding guys that fit their program and the type of things that they're trying to do. And here's the thing. I think they, here's what they are trying to do. Obviously, Kansas State offensively is going to first and foremost run the football. And primarily with Deuce Vaughn, who last season had 1,400 yards on the ground and over 430 yards through the air. A lot of screen passes for sure. And at five foot six, 170 pounds, he's a, don't let his size fool you. He's a tough son of a gun and a heck of a runner. A guy who primarily Kansas State, when he's in the game, is going to run out of the shotgun with just that single back in Deuce Vaughn. And that will be their primary offense. But occasionally they're going to change it up. They're going to bring in number 31, JD Giddens. And when he's in, Kansas State suddenly is going to start getting under center more with two tight ends and the occasional fullback, that kind of deal. 
And there's a good reason for that. He's a much bigger back at six foot one, two hundred and twelve pounds, and is a nice complement, obviously, to the shifty Vaughn, who's again five six one seventy in terms of physicality at the running back position. You're not going to get a much bigger contrast than that. So anytime Vaughn is tired, needs a break. Well, Giddens is going to be fresh as heck and a, and a really physical runner that Missouri's defense is going to have to contend with. So obviously that Missouri defense to me is going to look a heck of a lot like it did last week. You're going to see Jalen Carlisle in the middle of the field at free safety off the line of scrimmage, probably 15 yards or so. But other than that, I think just about everybody else is either going to be, you're either going to be a cornerback or you're going to be in the box. Whether you're in that star position, a lineman, a linebacker, I think Missouri's going to have a lot of defenders in the box. And last season, you might remember, actually when Missouri played against some run-heavy teams last season and passing limited teams in South Carolina and Florida toward the second half of the season, well, they did well. Went 2-0 and in those games, although obviously not so much against Boston College, who was going with their backup quarterback their passing game was limited, but they dominated the run game in such a fashion. Didn't ultimately matter as the Eagles got the victory in that game. So the question is, will Kansas State be able to, let's say if Missouri's really aggressive, as I expect them to be against the run game defensively, will Adrian Martinez be able to make them pay? After watching all, well, at least all of Adrian Martinez's snaps, once they put in the backup quarterback, I have to admit, I checked out. But I watched the entire game up until the third quarter or so, and I just wasn't very impressed with Adrian Martinez because even though while he was at Nebraska, for his four years at Nebraska, by the way, this is Martinez taking advantage of his free COVID season, well, he was under constant pressure for every single one of those seasons. But in this game against South Dakota, as you might expect, with a solid offensive line, Adrian Martinez had absolutely all day to throw. Tons of time. And yet, just not the just the results weren't that impressive. Sure, sometimes he'd find wide open receivers, but if he was forced to come off his first read, even with all day, just not all that impressive. And in fact, one time... I think this is something Missouri should definitely look for. I thought I, I would describe this corner blitz on 4th and 10 by South Dakota as maybe the world's slowest I've ever seen. The announcers were saying it was well-timed, but, man, it took a good three seconds to get there. Adrian Martinez doesn't see it. He's absolutely killed from behind, and the fumble is forced. Most of all, I just thought Martinez looked somewhat indecisive despite having all that time and just the passing game really struggled. So if Missouri is at least able to hang in there on the ground, they don't have to dominate the line of scrimmage, but they just can't get dominated themselves. If they can hold Deuce Vaughn to around 100 yards or something, the team to 150 or less, the Tigers have a pretty doggone good chance because I don't see the Wildcats throwing for more than 150 or 200 yards either. But having said that, the Wildcats do have a real weapon other than Deuce Vaughn that Missouri absolutely has to be worried about, has to be knowing where he is at all times, especially on the jet sweep type play. And that guy is Malik Knowles. And I want to talk more about that young man coming up and also the Wildcats defense, that 
three three five and how Missouri should attack it. But first, let's talk about the Upside app. And you know what? Inflation is really hard, hitting all of us hard right now, especially where it hurts in the old pocketbook, right? Well, for anyone who buys gas, groceries, dines out on occasion, that's probably all of us, I assume. Well, with every purchase, guess what? By using the Upside app, I'm earning cash back. Every time I go to the pump, yes, it's just free money in your pocket. How easy is the app to use? Well, it isn't just too good to be true. I've used it. It works. It's a no-brainer. And what do I plan to do with all the cash I'm getting back? Well, maybe sign up for Paramount Plus and get a little more soccer in my life. How about that? So to get started, download the free Upside app. Use the promo code Locked On and get $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more. Once again, use promo code LOCKED for $5 or more cash back on your first purchase of $10 or more with the Upside app. I mentioned earlier that Adrian Martinez, the Wildcats quarterback, former Nebraska quarterback for his first four years, is in his fifth season. Well, so is Malik Knowles, another fifth-year player for the Wildcats. In fact, Malik, a former All-American kick returner, well, first snap of the game for Kansas State in week one. Malik takes it to the house, 75 yards on a jet sweep with Deuce Vaughn as his lead blocker. So obviously you got to watch out for that guy in the explosive plays department too. Although in his first four years offensively, hasn't seen a ton of volume. Last year was his were career highs in both receptions and yards. 29 receptions for 441 yards. Also 105 yards on the ground on just 15 carries last year. A lot of those jet sweep type actions, I'm sure. So that's something Missouri's going to have to contend with. And it just seems early in the year, it seems like the Wildcats are going to make a concerted effort to get Malik Knowles the ball just a little bit more. They definitely manufactured him touches early there in the ball game. So again, number four for the Wildcats, Malik Knowles. Keep your eyes on him along with Deuce Knowles and J.R. Did I say it's not J.R. Giddens? That's the former Kansas player. Excuse me. Let me correct that real quick. DJ Giddens. There we go. You see why I messed that up. Darn Kansas people in there. Initials plus Giddens names. But anyway, we're back on track here. Let's move to the defensive side of the ball really quickly, actually, because here's where Missouri has to make some hay. They've got to be able to score some points on this Wildcat defense. And here's the real concern. Against this 3-3-5 defense, well, Kansas State, at least against South Dakota, and I think you'll I suspect you'll see this look a lot against Missouri as well. The Wildcats were very content to rush three and drop eight into a zone coverage. Against an empty formation, by the way, Felix, King Felix, the the first round talent at defensive end, and Duque Uzama, I believe is his last name. I'm just going to guess on that pronunciation. I'll just be completely honest with you. But the guy gets home quite easily, gets a sack just from rushing three. So if that's something that if they're able to get home, I, if I were Kansas State, line up 
Felix against Zeke Powell and see what happens. Now, obviously, if you're Missouri, I think you got to double team him if that's what's happening. If they're just rushing three and getting pressure, you got to double team that guy almost no matter where he is, no matter which side of the line he's on. But at the same time, these linebackers, if they're going to just line up off the ball, two linebackers, basically three defensive linemen, they're almost compelled. If you're going to run the football, they're compelled to play that action really hard because guess what? There are huge gaps in that defensive line. So what does that mean? Even better, not only yes, should you be hopefully able to run the football somewhat effectively against this look, but even better, those linebackers are going to just, again, just by absolute necessity, they almost have to bite on run fakes. So therefore, if I'm Eli Drinkwitz, I'm looking at that and saying, hey, how about some little quick play action passes, some pop passes over the middle of the field to the tight ends, the slot receiver, that type of deal. I know Eli isn't big necessarily on throwing to the tight ends unless it's a specialty play or trick play, a play where it's absolutely designed almost to fool the defense and get it to a tight end. Well, this is one of those moments to me. Set that kind of thing up, and especially against a wildcat coverage. Again, if they're going to be dropping eight guys into a zone coverage against with two deep safeties often, they're basically begging you to run the ball. But if you're going to play action fake it, they're also basically begging you to throw the ball down the middle of the field in the intermediate and deeper parts of the field. So if you're Missouri, can you exploit that? I'd like to think so. We have some real speed in the slot potentially with Dominic Lovett, with Mookie Cooper in the slot on occasion. Let's try to take advantage of that with some deep shots off play action. Now, even if Missouri is able to hold up against a three-down rush, obviously in a 3-3-5, one of the advantages of that is you're going to be able to bring extra players from different angles, basically a freedom to blitz without giving up much in coverage because, well, if you bring an extra guy, quote-unquote, well, you've still got seven guys back in coverage like a normal base defense would. So to me, also with this zone coverage, in theory, it should also an advantage for the Wildcats. It should be easier to play the run in some ways, especially against a quarterback who can scramble like Brady Cook. You noticed on his 20-or-so-yard touchdown scramble last week against Louisiana Tech, well, Brady Cook recognized man coverage and the play going off to his right. He took off, ran it to his left, and there was basically nobody there. Against the Wildcats, that's probably not going to happen. They don't seem to run a whole lot of man coverage. But also with that, should be some advantages for Missouri and also, I think, just some designed runs. Now, the designed runs by Brady Cook, say keeping it on the back end of a zone read, that kind of thing, that stuff should still be just as much open against this defense as it would be as anybody else. It should be just as much of a problem any way to account for. Let's put it that way. So again, what would I do if I were Eli Drinkwitz, if I were this Missouri coaching staff? Well, offensively, I think on standard downs, if Kansas State is going to show you that look where they have three down linemen with basically two linebackers in the box, the linebackers are all off the ball, the safeties are off the ball in, in terms of the line of scrimmage, I think you have to run to that. If, it, if it's first and ten, hand it off. 
And if it's not working, my God, we're probably in trouble. That, that's all there is to it. If you're the Missouri interior offensive line, you got to play a little bit better than you did last week, in my opinion, and push that pile forward. If Missouri can do that, if they can start being successful on the ground, well, suddenly Kansas State has to adjust a little bit, has to bring some of its linebackers onto the line of scrimmage, bring some extra pressure, suddenly things start to open up a little bit. I'm just afraid that if Missouri isn't able to run the football, Kansas State will happily drop eight into coverage, give Brady Cook really tight windows and possibly more more pressure than you might expect three on five, especially in a situation where that Wildcat defensive line knows that Missouri is likely to pass and you know it's second and nine it's third and eight that kind of deal that's the thing that would worry me a lot defensively I don't think there's a big mystery to what Missouri should do I think they should basically play how they did in week one again one safety in the middle of the field keep Dalen Carnell and Martez Manuel the the star position players keep them in the box because we need help there's no doubt and I'm not even saying that I don't have faith against with this Missouri running defense or anything. I think Tyron Hopper, Josh Landry, Christian Williams, Jaden Jernigan, all these transfers, so far so good. I think those guys all in the middle of that Missouri defense, by the way, should really help against the run. But at the same time, I just think that you have to commit to playing the run against Kansas State because that's their obvious strength. Adrian Martinez still has not convinced me that he's a quarterback that I need to be afraid of. So if you're Missouri, take your chances defensively. I'm not even saying blitz over and over again. I'm just saying dare them in, in sort of the same way, the, the way pre-snap the Wildcats are going to be kind of daring you to run the football a lot on first and 10. Well, if you're Missouri and it's first and 10, dare Kansas State to throw the football just by alignment alone. That would be my advice. It really would be. And and once again, this is something I said yesterday. I think Brady Cook's going to probably have to run the ball at least 10 times on Saturday for the Tigers to win. I just think they need that element, that extra element to open up the run game and just to keep the defense off of balance. So not ready to pick the game officially yet. We'll do that on tomorrow's program. So we'll see you then. But until then, thanks for making Locked on Mizzou your first listen every day. Now make your second listen the ultimate pro football preview 2022 and eight-episode extravaganza to get you ready for the NFL. Local team experts of Locked on, plus the betting angles, all combining into one ultimate preview. Search for the ultimate pro football preview 2022 on your Odyssey app, YouTube, or wherever you get podcasts. So until tomorrow, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.